Player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 259 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? We'll get to that here in a minute, Sean. But if this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the two-player co-op podcast where just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, and everyone in Betwix. If you only listen to us on audio services, that's cool too. Just make sure you leave us a thumbs up, five-star review, or whatever your service allows. If you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op. Just like our affiliates, James Solar, Sarah Solar, and John Tingley did, as well as our producers, Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, Vernon Slayton, and Dustin Downs. If you like cool t-shirts like what I'm wearing right now, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. So, we've been gone for two weeks. Um, If you don't follow us on Twitter or YouTube, you might not know why, but the reason we've been gone is because my life kind of got turned upside down, so... A little recap. I'd like to take a minute. Just sit right there. I'll tell Keep you going. how. Tell, Keep I'll, going. I'll tell you all about how. Well, I can't do it. <laughs> sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the the kid who lives with his parents. <laughs> there you go. Let's try and make it rhyme. <clears throat> Record scratch. <laughs> how did I get here? Uh, so a few months ago, we had a leak. Well, By the we, way, I can smell it. I'm going to have a headache. The paint? Yeah. I'm used to it now. They, <laughs> uh, back in late August, I think, uh, we had a leak. We, meaning me and my wife, not me and Sean, but I love him. And uh, we had a leak in the wall. We had a pinhole leak, and it sounded like air when I first heard it. If I would have just thought, hmm, but if it's water, maybe I should turn the water off to the house. I would not be in this situation right now. But I also wouldn't have a new floor and paint and all that. The leak went on for three or four days before we finally saw the water coming from under the wall into our kitchen. And I was like, oh, crap. I have screwed up big time. So I shut the water off then, and magically the noise went away. So we had some somebody come out and fix the leak in the wall. Um, and then about three weeks after that... I was walking through the living room, which is hardwood, and I realized, hmm, this is weird. I feel like I'm walking over a, like, hill. And then I was like, I'm not going to say anything because maybe I'm crazy or maybe I've been drinking. I don't know what it was. And then Nick was like, whoa, Dad, did you walk through the living room? And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I am aware. So fast forward about a month after that, we then had a gigantic hill in my living room um, that was... 12 feet long I would say by about four or five feet wide and at the apex of the hill was probably six to eight inches higher than it should have been so we got some quotes we had to do an insurance claim and all that which I've never done for a house before um and now now right now about two and a half months after this all started, uh, we're finally getting everything fixed. I've been out of my house now for almost two weeks exactly. Um, the floor is now fixed. We're waiting for everything to be repainted so I can actually live in my house and get the furniture back in. Um, but for the last 
And then last weekend, we already had planned, my wife and I, to go to Chicago to visit a couple of our friends. Um, and it was the perfect timing just to get away from all this. But ever since Monday night, so six days ago, we've been living at my parents' house, which obviously I love my parents, but they have a very small house. And I have me, my wife, and four kids. And two dogs. And two dogs. And there's just not enough space um, <clears throat> for all those life forms. <clears throat> and um, originally we thought we were going to be able to move back in Monday, which is tomorrow as we're recording. And I don't think that's actually going to happen now. So that's cool. But I texted Sean. I was like, we, we got to do this. I, I can't not podcast anymore. We can at least get upstairs. No one's living here. We can get upstairs and do whatever we got to do, which is what we're doing right now, which is podcasting. Um, so we're here. Um, we're back. It's been a while. Hopefully we're better than ever. Uh, we did, in the meantime, get a new PC. So hopefully everything runs smoothly. Um, I did have some tech issues when I was trying everything out today. <laughs> but uh, I think we're running smoothly right now. We got John Tingley in the chat. John and Sarah, or James and Sarah, I'm sorry, could not join us because they're, they they just closed on the house. Exciting stuff. Hopefully you don't have any leaks in your walls, um, but they'll be back with us hopefully the next time we record. Um, so yeah, life, it, it, I am a pessimist, period. But with everything that's been going on in the world for the last year and a half plus, I'm like, it could be worse. Like, it sucks. There's no room in our parents' house at all, you know, but, like, we're all healthy. We're all good. So things could be worse, so I'm trying to be an optimist for once in my life. But this last two weeks has really, really, really tested that. But we're here. We're back. Hopefully better than ever. It reminded me of an episode of Raymond. Maybe the one where Robert tells Ray what to get Deborah for Christmas, and then she finds out, and they're all fighting in the kitchen. And Ray says, "You know what? It, it shouldn't even matter. All that matters <clears throat> is that we're happy and healthy." And she's just staring at him, and he's like, "We're all healthy. <laughs> we are all healthy. We are not all happy, uh, but we're back. Hopefully, we're good." Um, if there's anything wrong with this episode, just bear with us. I'm trying to get, uh, I was trying, I couldn't figure out a way to transfer everything over from our old crappy laptop to the new PC crap top. Yeah, it was a crap top. Um, so hopefully this goes well. If not bear with us, we'll figure it out by the time we record next week. But yes, um, happy to be here. Enough about sad stuff. Let's talk about some happy stuff. Oh, wait. Okay, so one thing we haven't talked about here is when we do this podcast, I want to focus on the stuff that actually matters about video games. So we haven't talked about Activision and all their harassment stuff. We didn't really talk about Ubisoft and all that. But it's gotten to the point now where we can't not talk about it, so I just want to talk about it here and get out of the way, and then we'll get to the actual happy stuff. Bobby Kotick, holy crap. Um... Everything seemed to come to a head this last week when there was an article on the Wall Street Journal that alleged that Kodak knew about several 
to to be fair <laughs> it's probably more than several several or multiple sexual harassment allegations they accused him also of mistreating employees himself of the female persuasion <clears throat> including also leaving a i think it was a voicemail death threat to an employee in 2006 what the hell are we talking about <clears throat> Since the article came out, obviously Activision has been going through a lot of stuff, but this is like, I think this was, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this was the first time that like Bobby Kotick himself, the CEO of Activision, was actually named in this. They've now had 1,300 internal employees sign a petition saying he needs to be gone. Outside of that, Jim Ryan came out first and said that in a, I think it was an internal email. He said that Activision has not done enough to address their culture of discrimination and harassment. Then the next day, or maybe it was the same day, I can't remember, Phil Spencer sent an email to everybody that's an Xbox employee and said that they are evaluating Xbox's relationship with Activision. Like I said, we haven't talked about this. We want to focus on the good things. We want, to, And even when it's, when I don't mean good, but like, even if we're just talking about a crappy state of play, we want to talk about the games. But I feel like this has gotten to the point now where we can't just not talk about it anymore. I don't know what there is to, like, add, but, like, Bobby Kotick sucks. Activision, well, no, nah, I won't say that. Bobby Kotick sucks. Uh, is that it? Like, I, I don't know. Like, yes, he should resign, but this guy owns 25% of the shares of Activision, Blizzard, King. I think it's ABK. If he resigns, he gets his shares. He makes a couple billion dollars. Like, so it's like, yes, he's not there anymore. And I get it's, it's more like symbolic. Yeah. But like, he's, he's never going to have to work again. He'll open up his own video game company. He'll do whatever. But like, I don't know. Obviously don't, sexually harass people i can't believe that even has to be said but um i'm glad that xbox and playstation have come out and said this isn't cool you can't do this but also like it's not like they're gonna they're not gonna take call of duty off their store (laughs) yeah so i I don't know any thoughts about bobby kodak and activision blizzard king i mean like you said he he sucks i think he's gotta go and yeah i mean I will say props to Jim Ryan, Phil Spencer for speaking up about it, but you know, money talks. Yeah, it would be, and they won't do it, but it would really send a message if they were like, "We're not, we're not doing business with you anymore. Everything's off, you know the the you know the stores and whatever." I don't think they'll do that, but that would really, I think, hit home. But, I mean, I think they've done the bare minimum. So that's yeah. something. But Yeah. Um, I, I guess it kind of tells you what, how bad it's gotten that Xbox and PlayStation had to finally say something. That, that Spencer and Ryan had to actually say something. Um, yeah. Do I think it's more them just like we have to say something so we don't look bad. Yeah, I kind of do, but at least they did say something. Um, just don't be an ass. You know, I, I I don't know what else to say. Don't, don't be an ass. Don't, don't treat people like that. It's also don't tell people you're going to kill them. 
what the hell? Like, we have this so much in this industry when people are like, Elden Ring got delayed. I'm going to kill you from software. What, are, what, what are you talking about? Like, stop. Abandon sucks. It's not even a real game. We're going to kill you. No, you're not. You can't say that. Like, I, I hate how... Uh, I mean, this happened in 06 before social media was really a thing. But, like, it, it's a microcosm of what we're living in right, right now. Like, you can't say these things to people just because you can hide behind a Twitter avatar. You can't treat people like that. Don't treat people like that. Yeah. Yep. All right. Sean. Yes. It's been a while since we podcasted. My life has been rough. Let's talk about some happy stuff. Like the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Now, I assume we're not going to... And it's messing me up because the door's open and everything's echoing. Can you hear that when I talk? I don't, I don't notice the difference. Right now. I heard that. Okay. I heard that. <laughs> heard that. Um, if you haven't seen the trailer, watch it. Maybe I put it in here, but I don't even know at this point. Um, Sean has some theories, but before we get to that, I hate how much I'm letting myself get hyped. I, I told myself after the entire store, well, no. Okay. After episode eight, nine of star Wars and Batman versus Superman and justice league, the original justice league, I said, I'm not going to let myself get hyped up anymore. I hate how much I have hyped myself up for this effing movie because I want to see this right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking this, uh, I don't know if it can live up to this, but right now, so my top three in some order for MCU movies, at least is Endgame, infinity ward winter soldier. If it's better than any of those three, Holy crap. If it's better than homecoming, which I think was my number four, five or six if it's better than that i'm ecstatic i hate that i've let myself get to this point but you said you had theories what do you think about what's actually happening in this movie so when we talked about it before it does seem like i I mean not that i came up with it but what i read was true about a john tingley batman vs superman was awesome but i wanted it to be the best movie ever and it was not um, like the box or whatever that Peter's holding, it yeah. does clearly have something to do with like, like he ends up kind of befriending at least Doc Ock, it would seem. I don't know about the rest of them. And he kind of empathizes with them. And I think he's trying to keep strange from, we still don't really know what the box is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when the title came out, we were like, oh, I like it. But I kind of just forgot all about it. And now all of a sudden I'm like, what does it even mean? No way home? For for who? For Spider-Man? For, for the them. other Spider-Man? For them. For the villains? For like, anybody and everybody that comes through to their universe, I think there's no way home for them. They have to die. But I don't... There's no way they all die in this movie. That's not, that's not Marvel. That's not Spider-Man. They're not just going to kill them all. I know they've all, all they've all they're, died. They're already in the all movies, dead. Yeah, but like they're not going to bring them all here just to like murder them all. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Um, nor are they going to kill MJ. the 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 final shot die, of the no. trailer is a complete fake out. They're not going to Gwen Stacy hurt. It's not happening. Continue. So I'm trying to figure out what it means, and there was some stuff. I don't think 
you see her at all in this trailer, but in the last trailer teaser, whatever it was, there were some people online saying that um, when you see a lady like in the back seat of a car, oh, yeah. Yeah. they think Miles that mom. might be Miles' mom. Yeah. Whether oh. we get Miles in this movie or not, I don't know. I do think we get Toby and Andrew. Yes. There's there's no way that doesn't Especially happen. if you see the other trailer when the lizard is jumping and goes, huh. <laughs> <laughs> is it possible that we get Miles? And is it possible that Peter, all three Peters are gone? And that's that's it for Tom Holland. And we have Miles and, you know, He's gone, and there's no way home for him. I think that's a lot to do in one movie. But is it possible? Is this the beginning? I mean, it kind of goes against the whole Miles thing, but, like, there's all this stuff going on with Sony and Marvel. Right. And it seems like Sony is trying to do its own thing with Venom and now with but Morbius, the, the post credits like and like. Now they own uh, Spider Man. It's not like they own Peter Parker. They own Spider Man. Yeah. So it's not you can just bring in Miles and say, "Well, he's like it's still Spider Man." But I'm just wondering if there's any way have we seen the last of Tom Holland? And I know he's talked about, well, if I'm still playing Spider Man when I'm 30, I've done something wrong. Like he doesn't want to play Spider Man forever. He is my favorite Spider Man. I think he's perfect as peter parker uh, i love tom holland i will say i think toby and andrew were both awesome i think andrew got a bad rap because it was like those movies were not great the first one was okay the second one i love jamie fox even though he was blue and now he's not blue in this so that's cool but they were trying to do too much in two like they were trying to set it up for a sinister six they were they were you know dane DeHaan was gonna be the goblin and all this and you had Electro, and I, I, I feel like they were doing too much. I have liked all three of the live-action Spider-Man that we've gotten. I do think Tom's probably my favorite. The The reason I don't think they're going to do something crazy like that is because... Uh, I can't say it, but there was a movie that just came out that had a post credit scene that kind of leads into the future. Now... I could also see that it's obvious what I'm saying, but whatever. I could also see that being like, it could be no way home for him back into the MCU. And maybe he gets sucked into this other universe. And that's when that post credit scene happened. Or right. Something. The, the multiverse, the different universes could be Sony, and the Marvel. MCU, yeah. the SU, like who knows? Um, but, John Toby was not horrible. Come on, he wasn't. Martha, it doesn't break the movie. You're, yeah, but they could have done that so much better. I, I don't think. I don't think Toby was horrible. I think Toby for the time was awesome, but Andrew. I, I think Andrew was the most underrated Spider-Man that we got. Continue. And it does kind of fit the theme, and I'm not trying to belittle Miles Morales. I think he's awesome. But it's like, well, we had Captain America. Now we have Falcon. He's Captain Falcon. Falcon Punch. Um, we By had the way, Thor. the Statue of Liberty well, has, a, has a Captain America shield? Yeah. Well, is that what that was? 
there, I saw the big shield. Saying. I couldn't tell if it was the Statue of Liberty or just like a building or what, but yeah. Um, you know, we had Thor. Like it or not, we're getting female Thor, Thor yeah. now. We had Iron Man. Now we have Iron Heart. We had... Wait, what is Iron Heart? Fe- female Iron Man. But who? We haven't even... I think they casted her, but I don't remember okay. who it is. It's There's a Disney Plus series of it. We had Hawkeye. Now let's have female Hawkeye yeah. now. I've probably forgotten at least one. But like... They're kind of just saying, all right, guys, we're done with you. Bring in the new cast, and I hate it, but, like... Don't do that. Just bring in the X-Men. But I kind of think... I'm not saying that they're going to do that, but I'm just... I went down a rabbit hole in my own mind of, like, why are they calling this No Way Home? Like, No Way Home for who? What is home? Like, what does that even mean? Right. They're all coming to us. Right. Us being the That's MCU. That's why I think they can't go It's home. not like Peter got sucked into their universe tom holland yeah i yeah. mean yeah tom holland peter so i don't know just kind of a, a rabbit hole that i went down but i can't wait for it like you i'm sure my i've let my expectations get far too high for this um just be better than far from home oh it will be and that was better in the second watch through it's still a pretty it's no movie. homecoming homecoming's better yeah yes. for sure but yeah, I I I don't know what to think. Obviously, the two Spider Man are going to be in the movie, um, the other two. But like, yeah, and, and the other thing, even without Lizard getting punched in the face from nobody, is there's three bad guys, and then there's just Tom Holland, little tiny Tom Holland in the middle, and there's plenty of space for a Spider Man here and a Spider Man here. They're in it. Like, I, at this point, there's no way. Like, at this point, I think Marvel or somebody would have said, y'all, I know you want it. They're not there. They, they're they in the movie. And I'm going yeah. to cry when they show up. Because I already know it. I'm going to cry. And I, I, I hate... I hate how much I've hyped this up. You know at some point they're going to have to move on from Peter. Now, I don't know if they... This would at Riri least... Riri Williams is Ironheart. There you go. There you go. This would at least allow him to not be killed off. And he pulls a, a poochie and basically says, I'm sorry, but my home planet needs me. And he just disappears. But like he maybe for whatever reason says, look, I don't want to kill these guys. I'm going back. I don't know. I don't know. And are we to believe that? I guess there's three. It's not like because you have two Peters. So it's not like Andrew and. Toby. I hope one of them shows up fat as hell eating a pizza <laughs> like Spider-Verse. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we see Miles Morales as Spider-Man in this, but I wouldn't be surprised we get if we see Miles and yeah. that's maybe how it ends. And like we basically the movie ends without a Spider-Man. And the next time we see Spider-Man, it will be Miles. And it's gonna be him, you know, like Spider-Verse. Like learning to get his, yeah. you know. Like, I don't think we see a Miles Morales Spider-Man in this movie. I think we just maybe see Miles. Yeah. His suit would be awesome in live action. Yeah. I will say that. Um, but it's, it, I mean, for me, it's like, all I care about in the MCU right now is, when did the X-Men show up in Spider-Man? Like, when Endgame happened, I'm done. I didn't watch Black Widow. I don't care to watch it. I don't give a flying rip about the Eternals. 
Uh, Noah went to see it with a friend Friday night, and he said it was the most creative Marvel movie he's seen in years. So I saw it, and I was like, no spoilers. I liked it, but I don't know that I like what it means for the MCU. Mm -hmm. Like, you used to just have, like, tangible bad guys. Loki. Thanos. And now, like, going forward, it's just everything has to become, like, intergalactic yeah. and multiversal and well like, like after you beat thanos what do you do you're like well the galactic the like the universe is ending right and so now it's all like just cosmic and i'm just like ugh. like i miss the neighborhood spider-man days so yep, i don't like what it means for the mcu but i thought just taken in a vacuum by itself i thought it was good i thought it was it was an interesting take on some things i thought it was it was fun i mean i don't shocking it's somewhere between all the people that said it was the worst thing ever and the people that said it was the best thing ever it's good it's in somewhere in between is it worse than dark world i no i can't imagine it's better than dark world it's better than incredible hulk i would say it's better than captain marvel um trying to think what else it could be better but like once you get past those i think i mean we're up to like 25 movies now right i mean i don't know what the next like guardians 2 maybe is kind of near the bottom guardians 2 was not great um even the first thor is probably near the bottom i think it's better than both of those um i don't know it's probably i would say it's a good movie but it's probably near the bottom of the good marvel movies yeah so yeah. All right. I can't wait for the Batman March. Lord, please let me live till March. <laughs> Sean. Yes. We've been gone for two weeks. What have you been playing? I have been playing quite a bit. Uh, so I got my Zelda game and watch. Mm-hmm. I dabbled ever so slightly in Zelda 1 and Zelda 2 but I really picked up Link's Awakening and went to town. Um, I'm on the seventh dungeon. Since I texted you, I haven't really done much. The seventh dungeon. I, I didn't get pa- I, I got to the trading sequence when I was flying back, and I was like, yeah, I, I can't do this right now. <laughs> so the seventh dungeon, to me, it sucks. I hated oh, it. Oh, yeah, the, the, the break the pillars, all that. The break grab. the pillars. Yeah. It's the one with, not in the Game Boy one, obviously, but in... Game Boy Color and Switch, all the red and blue switches, yeah. and you have to like walk on top of them yeah. to like. I, oh, that one in the regular one, like just switches up or down. No, it is. I'm just okay. saying they're all the same color. They're okay, just okay. up or down. They're not red or blue, but yeah. So it's just I don't even remember what the eighth dungeon is, but I know this one sucks, and so I I just had to put it away. I'm probably just going to look up a guide to, yeah. you know, get through it, but. If I keep, I will say this. So I did get through. So I, I got the game and watched too because it was, I was flying out last Friday on the, what would that have been? The the 12th when it came out and it, Wario popped that and was like, hey, it's in stock at Target. I was like, okay, fine. Let me see. Cause I'm, I got a flight in like three hours, whatever. And it was in stock at my local Target. And I was like, it's my favorite series of all time. Or second favorite. I got to buy this thing. And I did. Played through Zelda 1 on the plane. Um, like you beat it? 
No, I got oh, okay. on the way back. I did like I thought. I got through Dungeon Eight. I did get the key this time. Unlike the last time I played, I was like, why am I running out of keys in level nine? What's happening? Oh, idiot. You forgot the master key. So I got the master key and all that. But I didn't even try level nine because then I switched over to Link's Awakening. And it's better than I remember it when I played it on my Pi. Um, it's really good. I just wish that the Game Boy had more buttons. I still hate that to block, you have to have your shield equipped. It should just... I, mean, I just never use it. I don't either. It's like, why do yeah. I even have this? I either have my rocks feather or whatever I have to do for that dungeon, whatever item I need to do, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun. I, I only beat the first, I guess I only beat the first two dungeons, I think. Is this your first time playing this version? Like, I know you played the no, Switch. No, I played on the Pi. I played on the Pi, but I got to this point. I okay. got to the trading sequence and then I quit. And now I've got to the trading sequence. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Because <laughs> there's so much you have to do. Like, I, I will say, so the, the, the mini game, when you get the, um, the, the claw mini game, so much there because there's no physics on the game boy it's just you go this and you pick it up good okay done yeah i remember that being a little annoying on because it was like everything and then you pick it up and it's like oh oh and it falls out of the claw like i hate this so much um i like it the uh i like the game and watch it seems like a lot of people are way happier with this than they were the mario one because that was just mario and lost levels and the game and watch stuff so because we're both just Grown John Tinkley wants a new side-scrolling Zelda game. I don't um, know, man. I, 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 I don't know. I hate Zelda 2. Sean says I'm way off, but I hate game. it. Um, it's not. I was trying to think of Christmas ideas. I was like, maybe I'll check out Mario Game Watch. And then I looked it up and I saw that's all it was. I'm like, I thought maybe it was like one. Like if they had one, if they come out with one, a Mario two, Game and two. Watch 2 that's like Mario 3, Mario World or something, yes. like, I'd get that in a heartbeat, but... Yeah, the the Mario one. It's so it's they nailed it with the so, Zelda one. It's so the only thing I will say, it's so time. I'm like, I don't it's know if very, I should like, hold it. Like, what do I put my fingers yeah. up here? And no, my, my fingers, fingers just here. start to like cramp yeah. after if I play it for like an hour. I'm like, I, I can't anymore. Um, so yeah, I've been playing that. I know you were playing Aria of Sorrow, not to jump the gun, but that got me thinking. I was like, I haven't really gone back to that game, the Advanced Collection since beating Aria of Sorrow. And I was like, I just want to play something. Like, I think I had a couple hours. I'm just like, I just want to play something. So I loaded that up and I played Dracula X because it's not Metroidvania. It's just old school Castlevania. Uh, I looked up the trophies for it. It's basically just beat the game, rescue the two people you can rescue. Maria and... Or is it Maria? It's Maria. Yeah. yeah. And Annette or something can't remember um i feel like there was three trophies but i don't know what else it would have been it was basically beat the game beat rescue them. or something no you only have to beat it okay. once i don't know but anyway i beat it i got all the trophies for that it was fine and then i got the itch so then i dove into harmony of dissonance um i beat that today oh i've gotten all of the trophies for that except Damn. for you're gonna get this platinum yes wow Except for I now need to go back and beat the game as Richter as <laughs> the other guy and I forget his name Maxim. Um, he's kind of like what's his name from um, Bloodlines? Does he have a spear? Not Bloodlines. Uh, Bloodstained. Uh, oh. Snake. What's his name? Zangetsu. 
Zangetsu. He's kind of he's like a ninja. He can like that's cool triple jump, and he's like really fast and whatever. So I had to beat the game with him, and then that'll be two of the four games all trophies done. I need to go back to Aria at some point and just grit my teeth and just go collect all the stupid things from all the enemies, all the and souls. that'll be fine. Yeah, like, it's not gonna be difficult, but I just need to do it. And then I haven't looked into Circle of the Moon yet. I don't know what the trophies are like for that. I've heard one. it's the worst of the three, but <sighs> like no, the worst no, not game. The trophies, oh, the, okay. the worst game. Yeah. See, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm fine with playing a crappy game. Well, no, trophies. but just because it's not what it sounds like people don't like is that it's not like you were saying. There's like no yeah. verticality. Like I'm fine if that means the game's a little bit smaller. Like, but it's still Metroidvania. Yeah, I'm fine. yeah. If that's their only problem with it, I, I'm kind of digging that. So. I think I will end up getting the platinum for this. Um, and then I also bought, we got a lot of ground to cover here. A week or so ago, I took the plunge and bought, despite all the press. Oh my gosh. I bought GTA. Um, How bad is it? Because I was like, honestly, so- it's not that bad. Like, okay. I mean, it's not great, but it's a PS2 game. I don't know what people are expecting. The graphics, they're not great, but it's a but PS2 look, But it looks game. better than like, it did, right? They didn't rebuild it. It's right. just that game, and they just kind of smoothed everything out. So like, what, what game have you played? I've only played Vice City. Okay. Does it rain in Vice City? Yeah, but I didn't find... You didn't have the weird stuff? I didn't have it to where it was so bad that I just couldn't see what I was doing. Okay. Um, I want to get this, but that's why when I brought, I think it's alert, totally fine. Like, I brought my PS5 over to my parents' house because I was like, I gotta have something to to get me through this this nonsense. And I was gonna buy that, but I was like, all this bad press. I'll wait till it's, I know there was a new patch. Today's we're recording, yeah. I think, and then there's more coming. So maybe I'll wait for that, or maybe I'll just wait till I get back in my house. But yeah, what what? But like you I've think? had some overall. I like it. There's some weird things. Are that, you doing performance or quality? Also, the fact that there's a performance or quality mode for. 20 year old games is ridiculous. I'm just rock star. Are you kidding? I want me? the 60 frames. Yes, obviously. Yeah. But, but is it pretty consistent? Like, is it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's weird things where, like, you hit a pedestrian and they just go, woo! And they just, like, go flying straight up in the air and just disappear. You get uh, Dracula X a trophy for each of the rescues. Oh, maybe that was it. Rescue this person, get a trophy. Rescue that person, get a trophy. Beat the game, get a trophy. Yeah. So, yeah, there's three. Um, there's times where like the navigation leads me not necessarily through a building, but like on the map, the yellow line is like off of the street and it kind of goes show, through the building. But like it's not a big deal. My biggest thing does it show which, in the game? Know, or is it just you it's have just to look on your the map? map. Okay. Yeah. For all I know, it was like this right. in the original 20 game. Twenty years ago, yeah. But to me, my biggest complaint is the AI is just stupid. Like, random cars are just trying to kill you. Hmm. Like, I'll just be driving, going like, you know, 100 miles an hour down the road, and all of a sudden this car will just just ram me and just, like, send me flying. I'm like, this is so, like, it doesn't make sense for that car to do it. The car should just continue to drive. This is not a police car. It's not like a rival gang. Like, I know that happens sometimes. It's just a car, and they're just, like, trying to kill you for no reason. That's been my biggest complaint about the game. But for all I know, that's how it was in PS2. Right. And again, if you're complaining about this game, I don't think you really knew what it was. It's exactly... It's basically the PS2 games with GTA V's controls yep. 
and they just kind of smoothed everything of out. Paint, it's not yeah, a remake. Paint, yeah. It's hardly a remaster. I, they did more with it than Nintendo did with Mario 64 yeah. and all those. So, But everybody seemed to love that. I, I did not. I don't understand the hate. Like, it's also kind of, yeah, the graphics aren't great, but I wouldn't say that it's meant to be cartoony because it's not, but like the game is kind of just a caricature. Like these characters are not meant well, that's to what be is, yeah. realistic and like, like, yeah, some of the models look weird and I just, I don't understand why people are getting so upset about it. I think it's fun. It's GTA. So. But yeah, all I've played is Vice City. I played three, I mean, original yeah. three. I've never I owned touched it. Vice City. I owned it, but I never got that far in it. I played, Jason had Vice City, so I played it a little bit, but not much. And I've never played um, San, Andreas. San Andreas. So once I'm done with Vice City, I'll probably play San Andreas, but I'm already like, oh. so I'm hoping all the stuff with like eating and working out and they, all that crap is like, not as bad as people make it out. I to was be. reading somewhere that they did change that to where when you're working out and stuff, you basically just push one button and he's like, <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'm done. Okay, keep going. Um, okay. But I, I don't know that for sure. And that might get patched out because maybe it was a, a glitch. I don't know. No. Um, but yeah, so you would say, if I want to get this game, I should just get it. You could, yeah, or just it's not going to go on Christmas sale anytime. List. Like, if it's nothing that you're dying to play right now, if I got you nothing like, else. I mean, it's up to you. I to me, I'm having fun with it. Okay, it's three for their time. Great games today, still good games for twenty bucks a piece. Like, it's a good deal as long as you know what you're getting when you go into it. Yeah, I think it's absolutely worth it. So it the, did also just make me want to go back and play GTA Five, five but I'm just yeah. gonna wait. You know, I'm not gonna dive back in now. When, wait for next year. Yeah. Did you um? Does it make? Does a weapon wheel? <laughs> Kevin Yucky. Does the GTA Five weapon wheel make sense in the game? Yeah, I couldn't even have told you that okay, that wasn't cool. in the original. Like, okay. I don't remember. You had to just push L one and R one. You were like cycle, 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 cycle. Oh yeah, that's weird. What I will say, one thing that's different in this game that I didn't realize. I think you can only have one of each type of weapon, which I don't think is how GTA Five works. No, you you can have like seventeen, however many. Like if you, you have know, a shotgun and rifles. then you kill a guy and he's got a different shotgun, you drop you, you would swap it. Yeah, you don't huh. like you can't have multiple shotguns, you can't have multiple pistols, you can't have multiple no, machine that was guns. Not GTA you can't. 5, yeah. yeah, so that's a little weird, but it's also not that big of a deal, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. Interesting. Um, and yeah, I think that's all I've played. And that's a lot, but I think that's everything. Cool. Well, since we last recorded, I think I beat it after. Um, oh, by the way, yes, Dracula X. It's one of those games. It almost, it almost reminds me of like Ninja Gaiden. But isn't like, it just that this version of Dracula X sucks on the but, SNES? But it could have been good. There's nothing inherently no, know, wrong like with the, the game. But the, like the Turbo Graphics or the Turbo CD, whatever it was, version is like the version. And then the SNES version kind of sucks. I don't think it's quality of the build. If this is the same game, just it is. a worse version of it, well, then it, it's, it's, but it's the game. It's not the Super Nintendo. Like, no, no, no. Well, sorry. I, I was saying that this is the SNES game, period. Right. Whereas the version that I have, like on my, my Vita, wherever it is. Rondo. Rondo, yeah. 
is is so when I played that on the uh, what's it called Symphony Connect that one yeah yep. <laughs> what you said um, I it's been the so long it now I don't remember how that game compares to this yeah but if you've ever fought Dracula in any Castlevania Jump game hit him in the head he goes he shows he goes, up it's hard. Yeah. And he throws either three fireballs right. or the big orbs. And you have to jump and hit him in the head. Right. That's how you fight Dracula in every single game. Right. That's how it is in this. Except when you fight him, it's just, it's like you can land here. There, there's like pits Ugh. everywhere. Oh. And you know how bad Castlevania jumping is. Yes. So if you get hit and you get knocked back, you're, <clears throat> you're probably going to die. If you jump, oh, and they're like staggered in height. So like just trying to the jump balls? from one to another. Oh no, the platforms, not not as you're balls. you're probably gonna <clears throat> die. Like I couldn't imagine beating this game without rewinding, rewinding yeah. and stuff. And it just seems like Dracula himself is just harder to hit. Like there'd be times he would show up on a platform a little bit lower than me, so I should be able to just stand there and whip him and hit him in the head, and I just <laughs> and nothing is hitting him. They're just not. Even though I'm hitting his head right where you're supposed to hit him, and just none of the attacks are connecting. So hitbox. The issues. bosses are terrible. There's just the plat. It's just it's just a stupid. It's a game that could have been good that they just like a ninja guide and just said screw it. Let's make this game as hard as possible. That's my thoughts on Dracula. Well, X. John says Dracula X is a step back from Super Castlevania. I I would agree. Absolutely. I've never played yeah. it, but I would assume it, it is. It absolutely yeah. is, yeah. So, since we recorded last time, like I said, I think I've done this since last time. Um, I blew through Horizon Zero Dawn on New Game Plus, and I beat it. Um, I think I beat it in like eight or nine hours, which is hilarious when it took me like 40 hours to beat it the first time. Um, but again, I was playing on New Game Plus, and so I, I, did, I did literally zero side quests nothing because i'm like i've got my armor i've it, i'm level 53 54 whatever like i don't have to do i, I just want to beat this doing game nothing i ain't doing nothing homeboy i want to play the game i want to beat the game and i did and i still love it it was beautiful um i had forgotten how cool it was when you get towards the end when you figure out what horizon zero or no sorry what zero dawn was project zero dawn and you see what happened when you're going through the ruins and everything, and you're watching all these old holograms and stuff, and then you see what Ted Farrow did. Do you remember this? With the, I mean, I think so. When when he's got everybody in the the boardroom and stuff, then he's like, no, 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 y'all suck. And then he's like, mm, seal the doors. And man, th- this game. So I, I cannot. Th- this made me even more hyped um, for for Ben West. I was already like over the moon for this game because I cannot freaking wait. I'm I'm still more hyped for God of War two, but it's just it's like one a one b yeah but man i love this game I, I love the final battle i love when you get to fight um whatever the guy's name is i can't remember his name did i have it written down let me see what was this guy's name uh, horizon uh ashley birch is so good especially near the end that's right um i don't know what the hell i did um but yeah, I cannot remember the guy's name, but you you know the human bad guy, the, the guy that killed Ross. Yeah, yeah. When you finally get to fight him and everything, it's cool and there's like he's got his other guys with him and stuff and there's all the the blaze canisters where you can blow up and stuff. But like this dude's a human. He's a human, not a robot. And I had to shoot this dude with like 75 arrows to kill him. I'm like, I don't care how scary you are, you're dead. 
Right. You know, but I absolutely loved Horizon Zero Dawn. I said Horizon Forbidden Dawn. <laughs> um, <laughs> John said he 100% agrees on the Dracula fight. It's Toby Maguire levels of terrible. All right, we're moving on from Toby. <laughs> Damn it, John. Poor Toby. Um, but then as Sean alluded to, I did because I was bored out of my mind. So, like I said, I've not been in my house. I've been staying at my parents' house. I've been coming home during the day just because I need a little bit of a respite. And I've got my extra monitor here and everything to actually do my work and stuff. Um, but then for my lunch breaks, eh, a little bit extended. I brought the uh, our little podcast TV up here and my PS5. And I played through Aria of Sorrow. Um, I feel like I've done myself a disservice by starting with the best one. Because I think I do want to go... Th- I- to me, I kind of think, and John, you seem pretty familiar with all these games. I kind of think Harmony of Dissonance is better than Aria. Hmm. And I can see, like like I told you, you only get a whip. That's your weapon. There's no knives and swords and spears and this and that, axes, whatever. Like, But you, you still level up and everything. You level up. Okay. Um, you find different weapons just like you would in Symphony of the Night, knives, axes, crosses, uh, your holy secondary? water, all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, you don't just kill an enemy and be like, well, now you can throw knives. if You you know, like, there's none of that, which to me, I think it's, I kind of think it's better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm, it sounds like I'm in the vast minority there. And I, nothing against Arya. I think Arya was really good. I kind of think Harmony is better. Well, I I really liked Arya. I beat it. I got the bad ending. I don't think I'm going to go back because I'm missing two of the souls I need to actually become, spoiler alert, 17-year-old game, to actually, I guess, become Dracula. Yeah. Like, so Soma is Dracula. Yeah. Never knew that. I mean... Well, I mean, not Dracula, in, but, yeah. like, you're inheriting, which yeah, yeah. Graham thought he was Dracula, whatever. Do you get anything more in the good ending about who Graham actually is and why he thinks he's Dracula and all that crap? I don't think so. Okay. I don't remember. It's been a while. Um, the funny thing at the beginning, when Genya Arakato shows up, I think is his name, and I was like, oh, you're Alucard. And I was like, oh, the freaking the Grimoire game. Yeah. I was like, that, that was like, I was listening to Game Scoop, and they were talking about Grimoire. And they're like, I, I guess Alucard's Genya Arakato now, whatever. I was like, yeah, I know. That's what I thought, too. And then I'm playing this. I'm like, so we already knew that. If you, you had fake, played this game. You fake gamers. You didn't play Arya 17 years ago. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was cool. Um. Oh, John's favorite was Circle of the Moon. Well, there you go. Interesting. I mean, I'm going to have to play I haven't played that one yet. So. Um, you get the Basilard from the beginning, which was nice. But it's not the Basilard. The Basilard and Symphony was the... <laughs> Yeah, this was just like, I'm like, oh, yeah. man. But then I got a good sword, and then I got the lance, and then I got whatever I told you I had, the, the brunt the ring, whatever. <laughs> well, I got the brunt ring, which was like a sword oh, that yeah, has the yeah. purple stuff, and then I spent, I sold everything, and I got the whole sword for $12,000. Um, so I just used that. I like, oh, what the Hell, I, I like how when you beat the enemies, like we talked about, sometimes they give you a soul and everything, but that's horrible if you're going for a, a completion run or if you're trying to get the good ending. It's impossible because the drop rates are crazy in this game. Yeah. Is there a way, because I saw there was some setting in there, whenever I'm attacking an enemy on the right side of the screen, it's like 
I hit a mummy or whatever. There's no mummies in this, but whatever. Like it goes, mummy three, mummy three, mummy three. I'm like, why are you popping up on the side of the screen? I can't see the right side of the screen now. Did you not have this? Every time I attack, not when I kill them, not like the thing on the GBA screen that shows like, oh, you killed a zombie or a zombie boss, whatever. It's over here going, bing, bing, like PS5 graphics saying, zombie, one, zombie, one. I'm like, what the get? Oh, I can't see that side of the screen. Do you not remember this? I remember that, no. So maybe there's some setting I just need to turn off, but that was annoying the hell out of me. Or maybe it happened and it just didn't bother me, so I don't remember, but... I like the bosses in this. I like that when you beat a boss, you can jump. If you are if you know how to play Castlevania games, you jump up and you get the balls yeah, it falls. Yeah. And it replenishes, re- replenishes, replenishes, <laughs> it replenishes your, your HP, your MP, and all that. I like that. One of the things that annoys me about this, and I think every Castlevania game, why the hell when I level up do I just level up and I don't get my health back? I hate that. If I kill an enemy that says level up, that's what I'm saying. Either. Like You get a little bit more health. But you don't, and whatever your health goes up by, it also adds like if your health goes up by like 10 HP, you get 10 HP. Thanks, game. I I hate that. I hate that. Like, if I level up in the middle of a fight, and I do think the save rooms in this were pretty well spaced, I I think they were spaced out pretty right. But I, again, as I texted you, I was like, oh yeah, I can just go to the L2 menu and I can save spam everything. But or just use R2 and rewind. I never did it. Maybe I won't, but um. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I hate that you level up and don't get your health back. That just it, it drives me just insane. But whatever. Um, when Yoko Belnades showed up, I was like, "Yes." Yeah. But then I never saw her again. After Grandma was like, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I, I, I'm okay. I'm gonna go to sleep." <laughs> But just seeing the last name of Belnades was like, and I don't, honestly, I don't know that I would, if if it wasn't for the Castlevania. You wouldn't have known. No, I just would have, Sypha was Sypha. I didn't know what her last name was. I, yeah. I w- probably did at some point, but just didn't remember. But seeing Yoko Belnades was like, yes. Um, I wrote down here, I like the sword. And then I wrote, ooh, I like the whip sword. And I was like, no, I like the lance. And then I was like, no, I like this sword. So I was like, I'm going to stop making notes about <laughs> the weapons. Um. But like I was telling you, there was only like one breakable wall, I think, that I found in the entire game. Maybe two or three at the most. Yeah. But I was like, oh, no, there was two because there was both times I think that I found a wall. It led to a new room. It wasn't like here's wall meat. Here's here's a, yeah. you know, a, a potion, a super potion, whatever. Um, the headhunter boss kicked my butt. The The floating gardens were super cool. You can turn the pop up off. Okay, there's got it. Yeah. yeah, I got to figure out what I'm, I screwed up the button. <laughs> <laughs> um, the floating gardens, because I just walked in. Oh, what was I supposed to do? Where, where the bunny, the the little bunny rabbit? There's a hallway you walk down. The bunny rabbit's like, Meh, and he sends me back outside the hallway. Oh, you I got some power up that was something about time. So I think that's the bunny I rabbit. I think that's it. You okay. get something that lets you get past him. Okay. But I Can't feel like I ended up on the other side of it anyways when I was going up to fight Graham. And I never fought Julius. That That's what sucks. Maybe. I, I, I kind of want to go back and fight Julius as well. But Yeah. Um, Arya of Sorrow was really good. 
I think I want to play the other two. I don't think I want to play Dracula X. I wouldn't bother. I mean, I've got the better version on my yeah. PS5, so why wouldn't I just play that? I'm not going to get the platinum of this. There's literally no chance. You go you go do that. You're better than me. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, and then what else? We already talked about uh, the Zelda game watch. Oh, I did randomly. I was like, I forgot that I got Shadow Tansu. Uh, for Christmas last year, I got the Mega Man X Collection 1 and 2. And the I was collection like, collection? Huh? The collection The collection of the collections. And I was like... So my wife just had her 40th birthday. I had my 40th birthday. Happy birthday to me. Thanks, Sean, for saying something. Um, You didn't say happy birthday to me. We've probably recorded since then. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, yes, I did. Actually. (laughs) Um, Actually, I don't know if I did. But anyways, so my wife was gone this weekend, so it was just me at my parents' house. So I came home to get my PS5 and our little podcast TV. And um, I was like, you know what? I never played the X collection after I got it for Christmas from Aunt Sue. Shout out to our patron, Aunt Sue, also (laughs) our aunt. Um, It's not just her name. Um, (laughs) So I started playing through Mega Man X5, which I think is PS1, right? We agreed. It must be PS1. Yeah. It's and what like just shot in the dark. You're just eh, five. I, I no, yeah. I just wanted to play. Well, it's two discs. One through four is on one, and then five through eight is on the other. I was like, I don't want to play one, two, and three. I can play them on like anything. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll play five. And it's fun. Um, the boss, it, it seems kind of easy, actually. The little bit I saw seemed very easy. Yeah. Now, I, it could be because I'm playing on easy. But, like, I also, I don't remember Mega Man games ever having difficulty selection. Yeah. And I so I don't know that. if it's, yeah, I don't know if it's the collection or what. But um, it's really cool. I've beaten f- four bosses now, I think. Yeah, I think four. Um but it's really cool. I don't know that I'm going to play through five, six, seven, and eight, and one, two, three, and four. The, uh, I'm not getting this platinum. Also, there's little, Sean and I were looking at the tro- trophies last night. I'm like, no, nope, oh, yeah, no, nope. yeah. I'm out. Uh, so yeah, I think that's everything I've been playing. So what's next for Castlevania? For me, are you gonna do Harmony Circle? Go now back, I kind of want to go. Uh, I'm not gonna beat. All right, I'm not gonna go. Just grind. Go in this room, out of that room, for to get the demon. Uh, I got to get a demon soul, uh-huh. <laughs> a, a flame demon soul, and a succubus soul. The succubus they suck. You butts, you butts. <laughs> no, but they suck because like if they get on you, uh, you might not even remember this. No, I I very much. Remember they get on this. you and then they're like, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> it's like getting it's like a like like getting you in Zelda one. You're like, get, get, get off of me. Yeah. Um, so I think I'll just watch that. But I, I, I kind of now that you're playing Harmony and what John said about Circle, I kind of want to play Circle. Yeah. Just for something different. Um, and then maybe GTA after that. But no, I, I definitely Aria was, it was really good. I, I like. I don't just, know what to expect out of Circle, but if you liked Aria, you'll definitely like Harmony. Okay. It sounds like you'll also like Circle. One of the one of the things I really liked though was just the animation obviously it's on it's on a little gba screen blown up on your tv i mean not that i, I played it on a 21 inch tv in my parents house but um i like that soma's animation was alucard's animation like the walk and everything yeah. i was like oh man this just feels it, it feels good um lots of power-ups and everything i, I loved it so yeah i think i want to do circle next yeah and go from there all right sean would you like 
to get to the news the last two weeks. Let's do it. Hey, Sean. I don't know when this came out, but Amy Hennig is writing a game for Skydance Media, and that game is a Marvel game. This comes from The Verge. Amy Hennig, a former creative director at Naughty Dog who currently leads Skydance New Media, will be working on a new Marvel video game. The animations were awesome. Uh, he, he means the video game, not, <laughs> the not, not ours. Skydance describes the game, which is its first, as a, quote, narrative-driven blockbuster action-adventure game featuring a completely original story and take on the Marvel Universe, end quote. But hasn't said which superheroes will be featured in the game. The studio also hasn't shared a release date or even a release time frame and hasn't said which platforms the game will be available on. He said it worked. Cool. Despite how little we actually know about the game, Hennig's involvement in a story-driven Marvel project is an intriguing proposition. Hennig served as a writer and creative director for the first three Uncharted games, so hopefully this new Marvel game... That's too many commas. There shouldn't be so hope... Comma, so hopefully, comma, this new Marvel... It should be so hopefully this new Marvel game. It should be comma, so hopefully this new Marvel game... Yes. ...will similarly blend action and heart to make for a compelling experience. The combination worked well in the new Guardian of the Galaxy game released this week, after all. Skydance's new game also joins an impressive list of Marvel games on the horizon, which include the tactical RPG Marvel Marvel's Midnight Suns from XCOM developer Firaxis, and Insomniac's, Insomniac Spider-Man 2 and a Wolverine game. If you're a Marvel fan, there are more exciting there are some exciting games to look forward to. Uh yes, please. Um Amy Hennig is awesome. But part of me is also like, I'm kind of annoyed at the MCU, like I was saying, other than Spider-Man and give us the X-Men, figure all that out, whatever you got to do, multiverses, whatever. We'll talk about that. That was the one I was written from, we had this, now we have this, we have this, now they're doing Hulk, and now here's She-Hulk. They're just yeah. replacing the entire MCU. So. What in the world make you made, when I said multiverses, you're like, oh yeah, She-Hulk. I don't remember. Hey. <laughs> um, I feel like we've been over inundated with MCU movies. I do kind of worry that we're going to get over inundated with Marvel games now, but like I love Spider-Man 2018. I liked Miles Morales. I am over the moon excited for Spider-Man 2. I assume you are as well. Oh, yeah. Wolverine, know nothing about it, but a Wolverine game? Yes. Hell yes. Um, John Tingley says in the chat Skydance Interactive makes VR games from the looks of it hmm I don't like that what do you think about Amy Hennig one of the forefathers I know she's a female don't whatever of Uncharted making a Marvel game but a Marvel game could also mean like it's a Silver Surfer or something I don't care about yeah I'm trying to think of what it could be it's obviously not Spider-Man. It's not Wolverine. Uh, Iron Man, maybe, but I don't know that that... I mean, there's Iron Man... Well, there's the Iron Man VR game, but, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what it could be. Guardians has been done. X-Men? It could be X-Men, but you've already got... I mean, you could have Wolverine in it. Yeah, that's true. It's been a while since we've gotten a good... X-Men game like 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the last... I know there was the ones, uh, like that one that came out on Switch. It wasn't just X-Men, but... Ultimate Ultimate I mean, whatever it is, I'm down. I think it'll be good. I I trust Amy. Because remember, she was good. She was doing the Star Wars game that got canceled. Ragtag. Are you okay? Are you just just get the laughs out now? Yeah. Because I'm doing the la 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 long. Is that why? Marvel Ultimate. La 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 long long long. Moon Knight. John, I don't know anything about Moon Knight. I don't either. Everybody seems to love it. I love me some Oscar Isaac. I just. I don't know why I should care about Moon Knight. Is he ever going to play Snake? We'll see. Um, I trust Amy. I just hope that... I feel like Amy wouldn't do a Marvel game unless she thought she could do it right. So that's why I'm like... I'm I'm okay with this. I'm more than okay. But also, this game's probably three or four years away at this yeah, point. Yeah. So, shout out to Amy. Good to have you back. Hopefully, it's a good game. Next up, Sean. Xbox, this past week had their 20th anniversary and they had a stream and they talked about a lot of stuff there and then they talked some stuff out out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying to pick stuff up my table. They talked about some stuff outside of there as well. First off, not the first thing that was announced, but the most important thing is that the Halo Infinite multiplayer, after some rumors over the weekend, was in fact surprise launched on November 15th. And people... Eh... People are happy, but I guess is what I would say. There's there's issues with progression and the playlists and everything like that. But in the first eight hours on Steam alone, there were more than 270,000 concurrent players. Are you kidding me? It's huge. huge. I don't know what that was. It's huge. Uh, season two has been delayed until May 2022, which so Halo or 343 had announced that the co-op campaign was coming with season two which was supposed to i think be march now it's delayed till may which now means co-op campaign is coming in may and also the forge where you create all your levels and all that other stuff is coming in season three which that has also been pushed back because season two was pushed back but the fact that they i think we talked about this right we're like i won't be surprised if they do this yeah yeah and i think it was chris reagan was saying like i feel like they actually wanted to release all of halo on the 15th but they're like we're not confident in the campaign being done by then, but there's been hands-on impressions since then over this past few days or so, and people really like it. So yeah. good for them. Halo and Xbox, they they need this. There was also a series, uh, the Halo TV series got a teaser trailer, which I kind of forgot this was even happening. It's coming out on Paramount+. Plus. Who has that? Do you? No. No. Hopefully it's good. They also announced that 76 games are coming to backwards compatibility. I think this is their first update in two years, but it will also be the last update because Xbox says it has reached the limit of what is what is legally and technically possible. Speaking of that, Phil Spencer spoke out in favor of legally emulating games to preserve older games. Basically saying, like, if people can't buy the games and stuff, like, can we just... That they that we we have to preserve these games, and I agree a hundred percent. Oh yeah, so good for Phil. Uh, thirty seven games were announced, or thirty seven new games were announced to get their FPS boost feature on the Xbox Series console. So good for them. 
Spencer was also interviewed a couple different places. One of the things he talked about was Game Pass, where he said, quote, Game Pass is sustainable, end quote. And then he also said, quote, I know there are a lot of people that like to write that we're burning cash right now for some future pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. No, Game Pass is very, very sustainable right now as it sits and continues to grow, end quote. It's sustainable. It's because sustainable because you're Microsoft. You have literally <laughs> unlimited money. You have money. infinite, yes. Like, he's not saying it's profitable. It's right. sustainable. Right. We can keep it going. That's all he said. Because, again, Microsoft, in one quarter, they paid $7.5 billion for ZeniMax for all Bethesda and all their studios. They made $7.5 billion in profit the next quarter. Xbox of uh, Game Pass is sustainable. Yes, right. you're yeah. right, Phil. But it's not making money. It's bleeding money. Moon Knight is an ultra-violent version of Batman with dissociate... Oh, God, the computer's so far away. Dissociative identity disorder, so she could make the story about mental health could be interesting. Hmm, I do like that. I did not know that about Moon Knight, but now I like it. Uh, Xbox also announced there will be a six-part documentary coming this December called Power On that will cover the entire history of Xbox over the past 20 years. That's cool. I might check that oh, out. Oh, I will. De- I mean, it depends what it, if, if it's on something that I have. Well, but yeah. yes, I, I definitely would watch that. Uh, also, separately, it was announced that Xbox Cloud Gaming is officially launching with Game Pass Ultimate now in most regions. It'll be expanding after that. But you have to have Game Pass Ultimate. <clears throat> Um, you can play Game Pass games without downloading them, like PS Now. And you can also play multiplayer games as well without installing them on your console. It's cool, but I kind of... Again, I'm not really in the Xbox ecosystem, but I kind of thought you could already do this so did I. on Game Pass. And the fact that it's only with Game Pass Ultimate, again, Game Pass is sustainable, yes, but you want people to pay as much money as they can for it. Game Pass is going to go up in price in this next year is my prediction. I think so, too. Okay. Uh, Also, Forza Horizon 5 launched, and it was ridiculous. The biggest launch ever for the series, I think for Xbox, period. Over 10 million people have played Forza Horizon 5 across Xbox and PC. 10 million strong and growing. And growing. Right? Yep. What is that from? Flintstone Vitamins, I believe. What was the 10 million strong? People that bought it? They I, said 10 million strong. Yes, yeah. 10 million strong, strong and growing. growing. Yeah. Did I? I was talking about me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm happy for Xbox. I love that they celebrated this. I also love that PlayStation tweeted them to say, hey, congrats. And they wrote back, hey, cool. Good for you, too. Um. Like, I think they need, I think both companies do a good job of that, but I think they could do it even more because the whole fanboy crap. No matter how much they do it, the fanboys are going to just. That's a whole topic in and of itself. But yeah, cool that they're doing that. It's really cool that Halo multiplayer launched early. I think that's awesome. I told Noah about it. He's like, oh man, really? I'm like, well, yeah, but we can't get in our house. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, but I know he's excited for it. I mean, he's got a, a 1S. But um, what do you think about Xbox's 20th anniversary? Uh, good for them. I think they nailed it. I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff. Good for them. And the last item on the news list, and if I haven't 
mention everything over the last two weeks, it's because my life has been crazy. But the last thing I have here is some sales updates from Nintendo as well as NPD for October. Let's go through Nintendo first. The Switch has somehow now sold 92.87 million consoles. It's going to blow past PS4. PS4 is around, I think it was 116. They'll within... 18 months. I'm not going to say a year. I was 18 say, months. Maybe by the end of next year. Yeah. But. And this is all through September 30th. So they're already at like 94, oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, in the past six months, they sold 8.3 million units. Uh, Nintendo's profit for the year also increased from 1.5 billion to 1.86 billion. Profit. Profit. Skyward Sword HD, since it was released, has sold 3.6 million copies as of September 30th. We both bought it. We both hate it, right? I hate it. I wouldn't say I hate it, I but hate I also it. don't know that I'll ever go back and finish it. No. I, I got too much other stuff to play. Yeah. Too much good games. Too much. Too much good games. Mom, <laughs> you're not watching. Uh, also, Nintendo, it seems that they will be producing 20% fewer Switch consoles over the next year because the Switch, the chip shortage, not the Switch shortage. The chip shortage is making a Switch shortage. <laughs> As far as lifetime sales in software for the Nintendo Switch, number one, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is now 38.74 million, officially becoming, although I think we said this a few weeks ago, but who knows, the best-selling Mario Kart game ever, beating Mario Kart Wii, which was at 37.38 million copies. It is weird that this was just a Wii U port with like, yeah, just put all the DLC in there and just whatever. Yeah. I mean it's beautiful. I love I love it. I think it's the best Mario Kart game without a doubt in my pine in my pine. <laughs> what does that mean? In my mind. But yeah. Number two all time for the Switch is of course Stupid Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is at thirty four point eight five million. So I feel like the next time we get one of these it's gonna be number one. Yeah. Number three, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, twenty five point seven one million. So Animal Crossing has outsold it by almost ten million. And growing. <laughs> I hate you. Number four, Breath of the Wild, continuing to be the best-selling by far Zelda game ever by a wide margin at 24.13 million copies. Breath of the Wild 2 will not get close to that, is my prediction. Mm. Breath of the Wild was like a moment so. in time. Breath of the yeah. Wild 2 is going to be like, yeah. I mean, it'll sell. It'll sell. 15. Like, yeah. It's going to sell a lot, but. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't think there's any way it can recapture what Breath of the Wild had the first time. Uh, I just don't think so, especially with it being a launch game and everything. Number five, Pokemon Sword and Shield combined for 22.64 million copies. Number six, Mario Odyssey, 21.95 million. I'm surprised that hasn't overtaken Breath of the Wild. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Obviously, you've got Mario Kart, Smash, which is everything, but Mario Party. But... I mean, it's Breath of the Wild and it's Odyssey. And I know it's the same team. It's all Nintendo. But, like, Zelda beat Mario. Yeah. That's... Same year. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Number seven, Super Mario Party, 16.48 million. That surprises me. I bought it. We did it for Let's Play, and then I forgot about it. Yeah. I think I got it for free. I think Brittany's boss or co-worker yeah, yeah, or something yeah. you had, he had an extra code or something had a code and he's like here take it so like i mean i have it for free and are it's you buying fun. a new one no i no. just i don't 
if I were you, yeah, with maybe the kids. I would. Yeah, like, but I'm not gonna just play by myself against the against the computer. computer. Like, yeah. it's just, it's fun, but like, I don't, I don't need it. Yeah. Number eight, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee combined for thirteen point eight three million. Number nine, Splatoon two sold twelve point six eight million. Coming in at number ten, Lifetime Ring Fit Adventure twelve point two one million. That's interesting. I like it. I like it a lot. I do wonder where Link's Awakening is on that list, but yeah. And I was also remembering when I started playing through the the Game Watch version, I was like, oh yeah, I restarted this on the Switch, and then I was like. I fell off. Yeah. Yeah, you... Yeah. NPD for October. Far Cry 6 came in at number one. Number two, Back for Blood. The reason Back for Blood being number two is interesting to me is because Back for Blood was a Game Pass game. And this does not count Game Pass. So this means people on PC and PlayStation were buying this game like crazy. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Number three... Metroid Dread. Awesome. Okay. Number four, Man 22. Number five, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaba, the Hinokami Chronicles. <laughs> and the reason I wrote the entire thing out is because for about a month when I was listening to Game Scoop from IGN and Damon Hatfield, every episode they had an ad for Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaba, the Hinokami Chronicles. And it was not one ad. It was three ads back to back where they kept saying the entire name of the game. And I was like, I, I'm never going to listen to this podcast again. But it came in at number five, so I guess it's a thing. Number six, FIFA 22. Number seven, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. We've got our eyes on that, but I'm, I'm okay right now. Number eight, Mario Party Superstars. Of course, not counting digital sales. Number nine, NHL 22. That surprises me that there's like... I feel like more people bought NHL 22 than actually watch the NHL. I love hockey, but like I, nobody I watches just, it. I don't care yeah. in the slightest. Got to go. All right. Thanks, John. Number 10, NBA 2K22. As a side note here, Metroid Dread was the best launch ever for one month for a Metroid game, period. In the U.S. alone, it sold 854,000 units. This makes me so happy. Maybe that'll actually get them moving on Prime. Well, somebody said that it's actually they they finished Prime One over the summer and they're just sitting on it. But I feel like we keep talking about that. Like every month, every few weeks or so, we're like, "Yeah, Prime's coming. It's, it's all three. No, it's one. It's whatever." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Switch in October was number one in terms of units sold and dollars sold as well. Also, <laughs> because they launched the OLED Switch. Also, as a side note, GTA Five has now sold 155 million copies. That's awesome. It is. Something came out of my nose. It was a booger. It was a booger fragment. <laughs> now it's time for the wrap-up, Sean. We got the nominees for the Game Awards Game of the Year nominees. Yep, said it twice. <laughs> the nominees are Deathloop. It takes. <laughs> it takes two. Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Deathloop led all games, which boggles my mind, with nine nominations. Ratchet and Clank had six, It Takes Two, and Psychonauts 2 got five each. I, Deathloop was on sale this week for like 25 or 30 bucks at Amazon in most places. Like, again, it's the weird Microsoft Sony thing, but 
Yeah. I don't know. I feel like some critics loved it, but I don't, after that, I, I don't really know what people think. Also for the game awards, uh, Jeff Keighley said there will be new game reveals in the double digits. One of those will be metal gear related. That's me editorializing. There will be 40 to 50 total games featured at the show. And he said, quote, there will be really cool next-gen stuff, end quote, to show off at the show. And yes, we will be doing a prediction show like we do every year for the Game Awards. We'll go through everything and what games we think will be there and what games we'll win. PlayStation 5 just celebrated its one-year anniversary. Congrats to them. Yes. <laughs> you, well, I knew you were going to say something. I was just going to say I'm shocked that not that I think it should win, but I'm shocked um, Returnal was not up for game of the year. I'm very shocked. Well, I think it's t- like nobody get got good. Like that game is so, I know I'm just bad, but like, I mean, yeah, maybe that's part of it, but I think it's a big part. I, I think the game is beautiful. I think the design is cool and all that, but I think it's just people didn't get good. Yeah. Uh, PS5 announced as part of their one-year anniversary that they have more than 25 exclusive games in development across their first-party studios. Also, according to analysts, the PS5 has outsold the Xbox Series series 2 to 1. And also, it seems that the Series S is selling better than the Series X. I think that's a problem. Wow. Speaking of Xbox, Starfield is now completely playable from beginning to end, but they have more work to do, and they are, quote, not taking their foot off the gas. I don't... I'm not going to say I don't believe that, but that's a very weird statement. That could mean a lot. Like, well, they, these type of games, they're they're going to launch with the most ridiculous bugs you've ever seen in your life, like yeah. Fallout 4 and everything else. WB finally confirmed the much leaked and rumored and everything else. Multiverses, uh, it's coming out soon. It is free to play. It's focused mostly on 2v2 combat, but you can go 1v1, 1v4, 1v1, 1v1, 1v1. V1. I don't know. There's too many ones. One, four people at the same time. And there is crossplay available between PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. The trailer showed off Shaggy beating Superman. I just, I don't care about this game. I would rather, I hate Smash, but I would rather play Smash. Oh, God. Yes. Just put Batman and Superman in I would rather play Smash. the Nickelodeon game. Like, well, that's pretty bad, apparently. Well, probably, but I think it makes At least there's more, Ninja Turtles. Like, I'd rather be SpongeBob fighting yeah. Raphael than. Scooby Doo fighting Batman. Like, what are we doing? Right. What are we doing? Spider Man is finally coming to Avengers on PlayStation on November 30th. Congrats to them. That game can just kick rocks. I don't care about it at all. Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon is coming out this winter. I forgot this was even a thing. And it's not Shovel Knight Dig, obviously, because it's called Pocket Dungeon. But yeah. Pocket Dungeon. Capcom has called Resident Evil 3 Make a hit. In their eyes, and it sold 3.9 million copies so far. I'm kind of surprised, but not really because, like, I bought it, you bought it, we all bought it, and then we're like, eh. It's it wasn't bad. Fun. I think it was a very faithful remake. Yeah, I think the problem is RE3, not RE3. Correct. Remake. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad they think it's a hit because keep those remakes coming, <laughs> and please, we'll keep buying them. Please. Uh. Devolver Digital has gone public, and PlayStation has invested 5% into them. Interesting. Mario 3D All-Stars was patched on the Switch for for support of the Switch N64 controller. 
I don't think we've even talked about here about how horrible the N64 emulation is, but man, I'm glad I didn't pay money for this expansion pass. Like, it's bad. Yeah. Sifu has been undelayed to February 8th. It's now releasing two weeks earlier from its originally delayed release date of February 22nd. It's now February 8th. Mm. I want to play it, but I'll wait for it to be on sale. But speaking of undelays, we have a lot of delays <laughs> to end the podcast. Apparently, Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 have been delayed until 2023 or later. Again, Overwatch 2 should not be a thing. No. It's, it's so stupid. stupid. It is so stupid. Diablo 4, I get it. We know about all the issues with Activision, but come on. Pragmata has been delayed from 2022 to 2023. Thanks, Capcom. Why? What is this? This was the game that we thought might be Death Stranding 2 at the PS5, uh, the future of game show, when they revealed all the games. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Marvel's Midnight Suns has been delayed from March until the second half of 2022. This is the Marvel XCOM game. The play date was delayed from the end of this year into early 2022. Also, speaking of console delays, the Steam Deck has been delayed until February. There's more, though. Saints Row has been delayed from February to August 2022. This one's interesting to me because they're not changing the game. Like, people were like, oh, this isn't my Saints Row. And I thought it actually looked kind of fun. They're not changing that. They just have to do all the polish and COVID and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and finally, Six Days in Fallujah, which I had forgot was even happening, has been delayed until sometime in 2022. Sean, we made it. Made it. We're back. Good I don't know be if we're back. better than ever. I almost said Ether. <laughs> you said something weird. <laughs> Ether. Um, we're happy to be back. It's been a crazy couple weeks for me. Um, thank you all for hanging with us. Hopefully you're watching this. Um, but this is it for episode 259. So I guess, will the next episode, if the Game Awards are December 9th, will the next episode be our predictions? Or do we have two more? Let's let me look at the calendar. Month. Um, I don't know where my calendar is. Month. Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We will get to our uh, predictions episode here in the next couple weeks. Um, But, again, thank you all for hanging with us. Send me your love, thoughts, prayers, all that stuff. Um, I'm exhausted. This, The joys of home ownership. You got to love it. But that's it for this week, Sean. Until the next time. Go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.